When the beat drops, Chloe, that means the fun starts. <laughs> oh, apparently. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday Up Late. My name is Glenn. I'm Chloe. Let's take your time there, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, <yeah>, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to everybody for joining us. <laughs> this is a revamped version of Up Late with Glenn and Chloe. And if you're brand new to this whole podcast experience, this is episode number three. But if you've been sort of, you know, following us right from the get-go, this is actually video number 71. So, you know, there are 71 entire episodes in video form on our website, and uh, that is goodmoviemonday.com, and you just click on the Up Late tab. It'll take you right there. Good Movie Monday, mind you, is our flagship podcast, just in case you are kind of not keeping up with what I'm talking about. <laughs> Can you say Good Movie Monday one more time, please, Glenn? Okay, sure. So Good Movie Monday is, of course, our flagship. <laughs> I can't get it right. <laughs> I, can I say one thing also? I do like that we both have pink things near our mouth this week. Yeah, that's how I like it. And that's exactly the pun I was intending as well. So so I've just ruined it by pointing out that it was a pun? <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. Pointing out puns is very punny. <laughs> <laughs> just, Continue, I apologise. <laughs> just when I thought we were actually onto something good with this show. <laughs> As per usual, I go ahead and ruin it. <laughs> so what I was going to say is Good Movie Monday drops at 6am every single Monday, so go and, uh, go and follow that as well. It's a different show to what we do here. We interview celebrities, we, um, we recommend movies, and we just do that whole nerdy cinematic ramblings, as we like to say. And if you can look behind me on the video, boom, 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 nerdy cinematic <laughs> ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> both loving shows, it, loving both shows are available on uh, all good podcast platforms and we do encourage all of you to listen to us on the Newsly app. Newsly is a fantastic super app. Um, you can get all of your podcasts there, but you can also get news from all around the world that is sort of catered to your your liking, if you will. You know, you might like theatre, sports, politics, religion, whatever you're into, it sort of correlates all of the news from around the world from over 80 countries funnels it right into the palm of your hand and then it reads the news back to you in a natural human voice and that's really cool if you're you know on the run if you're jogging if you're driving to work and haven't got time to actually read something and actually the the reason they started the newsly app was for um people with you know sight problems you know not necessarily blind just anybody that has trouble reading uh, it's a good way to get your news without straining or stressing out too much so newsly support what I we do that. so su- support them back and um go and uh, listen to us there and there we go. Anyway, on with the show, Chloe. How are you? The show must go on. I'm fantastic, buddy. How are you? I'm exhausted and I'm uh, I'm going to stumble across my words throughout the entire course of this episode. I can guarantee it's, it. It's exactly how we like it. If it's not chaotic, it's not us, Glenn. So, you know, if coming they're not used to, to it from, by now. <laughs> coming to you from a new uh, studio slash office environment as well, because as people that have been following our show over the weeks, as well as Good Movie Monday, will know that I've been in transition and, and crossing over to a new location, and it's been absolutely, I haven't got words for it. <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It really is. Working, running two podcasts, moving. You're a bit of a superhuman, Glenn, I have to you say. Wanna, you want to know the funny thing about the move, right? So we're double story here. Office, where I am right now, is upstairs. Anybody that's been on the podcast knows that I have a huge desk, right? It is massive. You can fit sort of five people around it, which is why we do the podcast at it. And 
we're like, how the hell do we get this upstairs? And we're trying <laughs> to figure it out. And my wife and I are trying every combination possible, right? Fucking trolley, sideways, upside down. It wasn't going. And I'm like, do not tell me I have to sell this desk and get another one because I will be ropeable. And then as we flip it over, I look, I'm like, hang on, it comes apart. So it took us five minutes. <laughs> it just comes apart. I didn't know. This is what I hate about you men, honestly. I swear, <laughs> oh, I tell you what. Hey, I was the one it? I was the one that clued onto it. Excuse me very much. Okay. <laughs> We're not that into politics on the show. She would have figured it out a lot sooner. <laughs> She'll be the first to tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, should we move on? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what have are you, you doing? Um, have you got some movie news for us, Glenn? Not really. <laughs> news about the movies. Well, I, can I tell you about a trailer that I watched then that I am do. a little bit pumped for? Yeah. Um, you're going to roll your eyes at me so hard for this, and you're no, you're going to know exactly that this is my type of movie. But it's called No Hard Feelings. Have you yeah. seen the trailer for that? Yes. Yeah, see, I saw you roll your eyes then. Jennifer Lawrence, Matthew Broderick. I'm so excited. She looks really <laughs> funny in this, and that just gets me really hyped up. I love it. Well, excellent. Um, look, you know, I, I can't say I'm excited for it, but I will catch it regardless, and I will let you know what I think of it when I do. It's it, well, it's giving me kind of um, what's that one that had um, is it Jay Baruchel? I know who I you mean. I think it was. It's called yeah. Girl Next Door, I think it is. It's giving me very Girl Next Door um, vibes, and this looks to be a little bit more wittier, and I'm kind of hmm. um, low-key. The Girl Next Door was the Alicia Cuthbert one, yeah? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was going to call her Eliza. That's Alicia, okay. You are uh, exactly not to right. be confused with Jack Ketchum's Girl Next Door, which is an entirely different thing, and... Uh... Uh, most not grotesque. what I was thinking about, no. Okay, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> not quite what I was thinking about. Anyway, I did watch the trailer for that. It looks funny. I'm excited for it. Awesome. Uh, I haven't caught any other trailers in the meantime. I've been too busy. But um, we did last week, uh, myself, Ben, and Melzi from the other podcast caught up with Scream 6. We went to the cinemas and saw that. And I may as well just have a bit of a reaction to it now because we haven't had time to put together a video reaction, which is what we do on the social medias. And yeah, we all enjoyed it thoroughly. It's a very refreshing entry to the entire franchise. It's very, um, what's the word, very cliche, predictable. It hits all of the beats that a slasher should, but it just for some reason feels a little bit fresher than quite a few that have come before it. And it's sort of has its tongue in its cheek so it's you know not to be taken seriously but thumbs up from us so there you go very excited is that the one with um the girl who played wednesday in the new series is she in that jenny ortega yes she's in that okay i feel like we're gonna i feel like she's very popular at the moment and we might get a little bit fatigued by her too i'm gonna (laughs) i am gonna gonna drop everywhere i am gonna drop some news about her in a minute um but let's move on to a game before we do games i'm excited are you I am. I love games. <laughs> Fair enough. I do too. Um, I can't. I just can't pluck up the fucking energy on this episode yes, for some can. reason. Okay, yes, I'm doing it. Yes, you can. We're go- we've got lots of energy. Stick that pink thing in your mouth and let's start off with that is fan- of release. You are so good on podcast, um, you know, form instead of video. <laughs> Stick that pink thing in your mouth and let's go. Put that thing back where it came from. Oh, so help me. <laughs> 
No? Okay. <laughs> no, whatever. So the first game we're going to play is Year of Release. Do you want to explain this one? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, once again, I've got it wrong for um, people who have been with us since the beginning of this new revamping. Um, it's a new game where we shout out some movies and then the other person has to uh, guess what year they were released. Um, now, in the first time that we played this, I only picked one movie from each year and you, like, we did have a production <laughs> meeting about it mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be three movies and we're supposed to get this year. Um, I also got it wrong this week because you wanted four movies and I've only gotten three movies. So, <laughs> once again... <laughs> Well, but I'm closer. We're closer. If anything, that just makes it more difficult for me. Absolutely. I don't. Uh, I don't think I've given you too many difficult ones um, this week. But you know, we'll see how it see goes. How we go. I'm going to go see first. Go, go for it. All right. So, year of release for movies: Alien, The Muppet Movie, Life of Brian, and Moonraker. Oh, that would be Alien, the Muppet movie. That would be early 80s or late 70s, The Life of Brian. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say 79. Yeah. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Yep. It's the greatest Shut year on up. earth. The year you were born. Yep. And do you want to know something? And the listeners, I hope this plays out the way it sounded in my ears. <laughs> but this, when you said alien, you, your voice went glitchy like alien sci-fi. <gasps> and I'm like, how is she have, doing that? Have you heard of the lizard people conspiracy? Of course. Well, there you go. That's all I see. Now I need to say. Um, I'm also going to say this. I seem to be re- like weirdly good at this game. I don't. Fair enough. Whatever. Like <laughs> you're even, also modern. The last time we played, I was. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm going to float my boat when it's warranted. Okay. I'm actually weirdly good at this game. Okay. I'm going to give you one. Okay. <laughs> and I've shit at all of them. So go for it. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Blazing Saddles, The Longest Yard, The Man with the Golden Gun. I should know this. I know you I... should know this. <laughs> Far out. The two years that come to mind, and they're probably both wrong, 74 and 76 are the two that come to mind. Okay. Is one of them right? Well, I'm not going to say is one of them right. I'll let you pick one and then I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> 76. That's what you're going with? Should I pick the other one? So close. It was 74. Far out. So close. Oh, don't patronize me. <laughs> I finally <laughs> found my niche. I know what I'm good <laughs> <Yeah>. at. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see if you're good at this one then, smart ass. All right. All right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity, World War Z, or Z. This is the end and prisoners. Um, I have to learn how to think out loud as well because watching myself back over the previous weeks, I think about things, but I don't make any sounds, well, which what... is terrible for podcasting. So... Yeah, I was going to say you should listen to the podcast um, if you think that's bad. No, oh, shut up. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, um... hey, there is a distinction. If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> it is a slightly different show to the video. So maybe I'm... people want to listen and watch to both, you know? 
I think they should. Yeah, of course. Um, they should watch for the good-looking people and they should listen to how funny and smart we are. Um, okay, so <laughs> I this one stumped me a little bit. I might have to go like 2012. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's going to be my final answer. It's 2013. Oh my god! So <laughs> close. Are you kidding me? Fuck! I'm good at this game. Are you still going with that? Are you? <laughs> yeah, I, that's really close. That's I got really, it wrong, really but close. I'm so good at this. Yeah. All right. It was very close. All right. So my next one. Mm-hmm. Heather's big and diehard. Eighty-eight. Oh, you got it! You got it! Oh, thank God. A little bit Good of credit. Good job, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, then you can't do that. <laughs> Fucking hell. When, when people call me buddy in those circumstances, it's it's, it's patronising I as it know. Gets. It's so patronising. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Moving on. All right. I nearly Give spit pink one. stuff. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> We've all been there, mate. It's fine. Um, yeah, next one. Is it my turn? It sure is. Far out. All right. How about Kindergarten Cop, Misery, Pretty Woman, and Gremlins 2? 1990. Yes. Do you want to know how I know that? Tell me. Because my next one is uh, Total Recall, Arachnophobia, and Gremlins 2. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, uh, we didn't think about that before we created this game. No, we didn't. What we need um, to do moving forward is not admit to it. To, oh, well, who cares? <laughs> you want to really sound good, don't admit to it. <laughs> no, admitting to it is way better. But then you would have been stuck because you have to read out the next one and think of a replacement. No, I'm never going to think of a replacement. It's much more fun this way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> How about you? I'm going to guess 1990, your next one. <laughs> Oh my god, how did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got The Endless Summer, Alfie, Born Free, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. The original Alfie? Mm-hmm. Good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm gonna say 66. Yep. Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. You're pulling my leg now, honestly. No, are hell. you fucking for real? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, I'm, I'm good. I'm so angry underneath right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck, I'm good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm never this confident about anything, guys. All right, my last one for you, okay? All right. Let's see if you can get this. Mm. Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, and Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping. 2016? Yes! Nice! That time. (laughs) Nice. Did you ever watch Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping? Oh, yeah. Of course I have. Yeah, great stuff. How good is that movie? How does it compare to, do you think, Boyzone? Not Boyzone. What was it? Um... What's the Mick Malloy, Tony Martin one? Oh. Boy Town. It's a Boy Town. I don't, I don't even remember that. It's a pretty bad movie, but it's got some it, but... 
glorious moments, particularly when they're trying to come up with the lyrics for a song and they're brainstorming. It's worth it for that alone. And you could probably find that scene on YouTube or TikTok if you want to bypass the rest of the movie. Is that the one with Kel Knight? What's his name? Um, Kel Knight. Kel he plays Knight. Kel Knight in Kath and Kim. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. He's... Um, um, not Crocodile Dundee is the other one. Yeah, it's Glenn Robbins. It's um, Glenn Robbins. Yeah, and you're thinking Russell Coit. Russell Coit, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, fun fact: we went to the same primary school. Oh, well, there you go. Not at the same time, but you know, we went to the same primary school. <laughs> fun fact: he was um, he lived around the corner from where the original podcast began. Of Good <gasps> Movie Monday. Aww. He was like a neighbor. He was up the road. Anyway, that's nice. That's a nice little fun fact. It's fun fact, but useless. That's okay. Hey, I said before, are we done with that game? Yeah, we're done with that game. We're done with the game that I'm really good at. It's fine. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier that uh, I was going to mention Jenny Ortega again. She is rumored to have joined the cast of Beetlejuice 2. So speaking of her being all over the place, mm. she is definitely about to explode on the scene as if she hasn't already. She's the queen of TikTok with that stupid dance that she does. Yeah, the one from Wednesday. Yeah. I um yeah, I could kind of see it when she was like um blowing up everywhere because of that Wednesday show that she was going to she was she was going to Chris Pratt it, you know? She exploded yeah, yeah. onto the scene and kind so, of stay around. Yeah. So that um that show Wednesday is directed by Tim Burton. Um and Beetlejuice obviously is Tim Burton. So he's obviously he's cottoned onto her. She is his new Winona Ryder. Um you know, back in the 80s I that mean, was that was his main go-to was Winona Ryder. But look at her. She's she's Tim Burton all over. Like Absolutely. She's just, she Absolutely. was born for Tim Burton. So the rumour is that she's going to play Winona Ryder's daughter in oh. Beetlejuice 2. And Michael Keaton is back on board, obviously. Uh, Tim Burton's back on board. So very interesting. I'm all for it. Like This is a sequel that I would really, really get behind. Just because we've proven that legacy sequels can work very well, you know, with Top Gun and a few others. So I hope that um, it's just you know just something something of a trip down memory lane for people my generation, if anything. I hope he doesn't Willy Wonka it, but um, I don't think he would. Yeah. I mean, Beetlejuice is his own original creation, whereas there was a point in time where he just started adapting other things, you know, that mm. other people had done before, and that's where it all went wrong for Tim Burton. But when he was doing original yeah. stuff like you know Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice, and you know that's when he was you know in his prime doing good stuff. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I you know, I could see it from a mile away. Um I did read a article mm-hmm. about Ryan Reynolds talking about a free guide too. Oh yeah. Um and I was and I was reading about it thinking, fuck, you know, here we go again. Here's another sequel that we don't need. And when I actually read the article, it was Ryan Reynolds and and this is not a perfect quote mm. by him, but it's roughly he says, "Why does everything have to fucking be a sequel?" <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to just do a movie and have it kick ass and then everyone go home. And Ryan Reynolds, if I didn't love you already enough, just saying that has made me love him like even more. But does that make you also more inclined to enjoy sequels or be open-minded to them? I Well, since knowing you, I've become very open-minded to, <laughs> to sequels. Okay. Um, but it just makes me happy that he doesn't feel like everything has to be a sequel. You know, like Free Guy is a great standalone movie and, you know, they probably could go off in different directions with it, but there's no need to. Yeah. Um, 
just to have that movie standalone is just awesome. And I think, yeah, anyway, that, that, but me you know, reading that just made me happy. If they throw him enough money, he'll do it anyway, regardless of that. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I hope he sticks to his guns. I mean, I think it's still in, in talks, but I really just hope it just stays as it is. Fair enough. That's very true to Chloe form. Sure is. <laughs> uh, true or false time. Let's play some true or false. We haven't played true this since false. last year. <gasps> Nostalgia. We're Backed going by OG. Popular demand. Backed by popular demand and by popular demand by Chloe's request. <laughs> And by Chloe's request means she couldn't think of any other games that she wanted to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's do it. Who's going first this time? Me. I'm going to go first. All right, fair enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> when I get my words to come out of the mouth hole, that's when I'll I'll mm. get it done. So the rumor has it that the Dallas Buyers Club's budget was so low that they only had $250 to use for their hair and makeup budget. And then they went on to win an Oscar for hairstyling and makeup. True or false? True. It is true. That blows my freaking tiny mind. (laughs) It's a good piece of trivia. Um, And, yeah, I mean, that just proves that, you you know, you don't need a lot of money necessarily to make a good movie. No, and uh, and that's exactly right. Many people in Hollywood need to take stock of that. Yes, they do. And <laughs> mind you, uh, mind you, the, the the hair and makeup in that movie looked like it was only a couple hundred bucks. But I think that's exactly how it should have been, though. I guess yeah, if they exactly. had a bigger budget. What I'm getting at is like not all movies can do it on that budget. Like that is oh for sure they that budget suited the movie. It's a very can you tr- in, can you imagine X Men trying to do <laughs> it on two hundred and fifty dollars? I don't think so. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I've got one for you. Okay. So Christopher Lloyd was offered the role of Freddy Krueger in A Nightmare on Elm Street, but turned it down in favour of, uh, instead, for Back to the Future. Oh. I want to say that's true. But it's not. It's false. Really? Yeah. I made that up. You did. I mean, that's a good little lie there, you little liar. Because and I, I intentionally, I intentionally stumbled over my own words just to make it sound, you know, like, oh, okay, like drama maybe, queen. You're putting yeah. on a performance, huh? Okay. Hey, I'm that's good a, at this. That's, you are good at this. <laughs> this is your game. Um, He would have made a good Freddy. Do you ever, now that we're doing this show on video and podcast, do you ever kind of just sometimes forget what format we're doing? And so, like, you realize you're not putting on a, a video face or or a podcast voice? Just question. I find it really hard to control my face normally <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I mean, thinking about it from both aspects is good. I, I keep scratching my head. It's like a yeah. tick that I do. A moment ago, I caught myself drifting off, just looking over there. And I'm like, oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. back, back to it, Glenn. People are watching, I, damn it. But can I also mention that I don't do the thing anymore? You really don't. You really don't. What was that? And let's, I have no idea what that let's was. Let's throw some context. You know, the backstory to that one is, and I just scratched my head, by the way, for people <laughs> listening, uh, <laughs> is that was it last year or maybe the year before, uh, every few moments, Chloe would just look to the side as if there was like somebody <laughs> to the side, like distracting her. Uh, but And I kept saying, is your cat walking by? Is your husband there? Are your kids awake? No, nah, it was just a tick. 
Nah, it was just a tick. And I tell you, I don't really do it anymore. I don't know what it was. I think it was just like my extra personality um, or my alter ego, just like taking over at random points. Um, but she's gone now. because Or I'm, she's I'm completely little... taken over and doesn't know. <laughs> uh, just for our listeners, it was an excellent expression then. Lizard people, that's all I'm saying. Um, all right. <laughs> So my next piece of trivia, or mm. true or false, for the movie The Hangover, mm-hmm. Ed Helms had his front incisor tooth, the the front one, removed to make it more realistic for filming. Yeah, true. Is it? It is true. Is it true, Glenn? It is, because I feel like you've just done the quick IMDb trivia check on these. Um, No, I didn't. Thanks very much for that, though, <laughs> for your vote of confidence. <laughs> Um, he actually, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he, um, he actually wasn't born with it. So he wears, he wears like a little fake one, but he was never actually born with that. Like it never mm. actually came through. So he didn't have it removed. It was never there to begin with. <laughs> All right. Good one, Chloe. Oh, thanks. <laughs> So Quentin Tarantino is in a Japanese movie called Western Sukiyaki Django. True or false? Oh, my God. I so want that to be true. Yeah, it's true. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Tell me about it. Do you know about it? Yeah. Um, oh, it's the director, Katashi Mike, I think his name is. Um, amazing Japanese director who's made hundreds of films, literally hundreds of films. Uh, and Audition is one of his most famous. I think it was Audition. Maybe. Anyway, he makes really gr- gruesome sort of grotesque movies. And Western nice. Sukiyaki Django is his attempt to recreate those westerns of the 60s that were, you know, Italian, but infuse it with Japanese culture. So it's a lot of sound stages with white snow, like in the Kill Bill sequences, but they're all wearing cowboy hats and very highly stylized and the music's quite fantastic. It's not a good movie at all. And Quentin Tarantino <laughs> is not good in it. Um, but it's a really audacious uh, kind of movie uh, to make. Like, it's just you watch it going, fuck, I know what he was going for. What a shame he didn't pull it off. Pull it off, yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know that Tarantino is just not a good actor, like, from the get-go. We we know that for a fact. Absolutely. Um, I want to watch this movie. It sounds phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, phenomenal bad, but phenomenal yeah, still. Yeah, you, you can't help but love what you're watching, like the, the, the production value and the design. The, 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 the design of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh Today, Junior. The exhaustion speaking. Um, nice. I like it. Okay, so the movie Titanic mm-hmm. bar the present day scenes. Um, the total length of it from like in the nineteen twelve sequences is two hours and forty minutes, which is the amount of time it actually took for the Titanic to sink. True or false? True. It is true, and that is terrifying. <laughs> it's so terrifying. What's the How first thing? You, first thing you think of when someone says the movie Titanic? The first thing I think of is mm. um, all of the string quartet playing on the deck as the ship is going down. It's kind of funny how our brains work, right? So that's what you think. You of. thought of tits? No, come no? on. Give me some credit. I thought about that guy hitting the propeller as he falls off. (laughs) 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 Who doesn't? 
I mean, the second thing I think about is tits. So I figured it would be the first <laughs> thing that you think about. I mean, they are good tits. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you made me say it. it. Kate Winslet, Blanchett. Oh, my God. Go for it. Oh, is it my turn, is it? It is. I've lost all track of time. Okay. Peter Jackson's Bad Taste from 1987 was banned in Queensland. True or false? Uh, Banned in Queensland? I wonder why it would be banned in Queensland. Uh, That's a question that's going to make people angry. Why? <laughs> I'll explain in a minute. Um, I'm going to say true. Yeah, it is true. Because Queensland is weird. nearly <laughs> nearly everything that was R-rated back in the 80s was banned in Queensland. Really? Yep. Um, back in the uh, Sir Joby Alka Peterson was the premier of Queensland. It was a very, very uh, arguably far conservative kind of state at the time, and there was. In, in the UK, there was a big thing on Video Nasties, which was those sort of exploitation movies with lots of blood and gore, and they got banned all over the world, and Queensland knee-jerked at that kind of uh, censorship and extended that pretty much to a lot of R-rated movies that didn't necessarily deserve to be banned. And so these were hot commodities um, in Queensland, but also video stores in the other states were branding their VHS with banned in Queensland on the cover just to give it that edge wow and so now if you're a vhs collector like you know people from a good movie monday are you get that banding queensland sticker and it's like oh, oh, beautiful wow and Very now south australia has kind of adopted that like they're the ones that are a lot more conservative in their classifications so a lot of things that are ma in all states are r-rated in south australia same with video games yeah so I know for a fact that my work, when we cover certain things that are MA, we have to think twice about covering them because our work extends to South Australia where we can't That's crazy. promote, right? Yeah, that's right. And um, when, a good example, when the movie Wild Wild West came out, do you remember that one? Is that the Will Smith one? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that was PG in every state except for South Australia where it was M. And so the DVD cover art, which I have just have an unboxed from my move, has both ratings on it. So it's got a PG and an M, one on top of the other. I do remember certain DVDs with those two with two classifications yeah. on it, and I never kind of thought twice so about it. But that's the so higher rating in fine print will say South Australia only. Wow. So there you go. You're very interesting. You know, I can remember the first time I saw Bad Taste. Yeah. Um, and it was an ex that showed it to me because he was very into cinema. Um, and I wanted to like it so badly because, you know, he wanted me to like it. And I just remember sitting there going, what the fuck am I yeah, watching it's, right it's now? It's a, it's a fantastic exploitation film. The, the aliens that spew and then drink their own spew to regenerate. Like it's amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Amazing Peter Jackson. Is not what I would. Um, Peter Jackson's it, got, but... there's a great image of Peter Jackson where some guys had his head, sort of his scalp cut off and he's digging into it with a spoon and Peter Jackson, who would go on to do Lord of the Rings of all things. I know. I yeah. know. And I think that's why I kind of tolerated it as well. You like should watch, um, to watch it. Watch his next one, um, Brain Dead. That is just the best. It's just you you will appreciate that because so much of Lord of the Rings is in it. You can okay. see where the origins of that style come from. And 
it's very funny. It's a hilarious sort of slapstick horror movie, but geez, it's good. It's sort of Shaun of the Dead before Shaun of the Dead came along. Oh, okay. I can get behind that. Yeah. And for a I period of time, it was the, the bloodiest film ever made. Oh, I can get behind that. Yeah. I can do gore. Gore I can do. Yeah. Um, it's the jumpy ones that I can't do. Mm-hmm. All right. My last one. The Coen brothers were in talks of directing the most recent reiteration of It, um, but they were overlooked because they were told that they weren't established enough. I would say false. That is false, but it is true of the Duffer brothers. Aha, there you go. So the Duffer brothers were in talks of um, directing it and they were just not established at the time. Obviously, they've gone on to do amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I had to change it up a little bit. Oh, there you go. The Coen brothers would never go near a property like that. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they would. All right, here you go. So Aussie comedian Carl Barron was the lead actor in a rom-com called Manny Lewis. True or false? Oh, my God. Harold Barron. What the fuck was that? Stand-up? Do you remember his stand-up where he did where he did that? Yeah, he had an yep, Irish yep. teacher. Um, <laughs> um, that's got to be false. No, it's very true. He wrote the film. He starred in the film, and it's semi-autobiographical. And it is when we started our podcast. So it was called the Fake Shemp Podcast, right back uh-huh. in the day. And we did annual movie awards. And Manny Lewis, Carl Barron's movie, was my film of the year. Number one of the entire year. It is one of the greatest Aussie rom-coms that we've ever produced. It's fantastic. Wow. Yep. I can't see him as a great actor. I can I can he's I feel really he good. very awkward. No, he's really good. He is himself playing himself. So um and a lot of the movie is meeting this girl and it's walk and talk, a bit like the you know, before sunset movies where mm-hmm. it's just getting to know you. And it's her loving his sense of humor and him trying to deal with, like, do you like me because I'm the famous comedian Carl Barron or do you like me because you legitimately like my sense of humor type of thing? Mm, so, okay. But it is, it, it follows all the, the rom com tropes and. You know, it's it's lovely. It's very sweet, and uh, just yeah, it's such a it's a really good movie. Wow, I didn't even know it existed until this moment. So that is um, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I don't go. know if I'll be watching it anytime soon because I just don't know how seriously I'll be able to take it because I'm just so used to. Him no, no, no. You're a movie. Stand-up. You're a movie lover. You'll love it. You'll go wow. Yeah, but I'm also not one for. Aussie accent in movies as well. You know this yeah. about me. Just don't um, admit that anyway. to the audience. Come on. Oh, they've admitted it before. They know. <laughs> they can they can shame me all they want. It's fine. All right. Have you got one more? Is it that it? That's it. That's it for me. Oh, Excellent. did I cut you off earlier? <laughs> I think I maybe went two in a row. Anyway, doesn't matter. Moving what, on. It doesn't matter. I'm not paying it's attention. <laughs> hey, what are your thoughts on the Rocky series? I remember the first time I saw the first movie mm. and I loved it yeah. and I don't think I've seen it since and I don't think I've seen the sequels. Okay. Um, I, well, firstly, I, I caught, when, we were, when we were moving, I caught my wife um, binging the entire franchise, which was strange to me. Like, it was great. She loved it and I, I think she's seen them before. I don't know. But we went to that Creed 3 screening. She mm-hmm. didn't really react to it. I thought, oh, she must have. Maybe she enjoyed it. I don't know. We didn't really talk about it. And then, like, the next day, there she is, Rocky 1. Oh, no, Creed 1. She started with Creed. Then she did Creed 2, catching up. And I'm like, I know she's seen them. She must be into this. 
then the next day, Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 3. <laughs> wow. reason I mention it, though, is because I read that um, they're going to expand the Creed universe, but in a different way. So I think they're opening it up to anime, TV series, and more films that will be spin-offs. So that's okay. interesting. I'm up for that. A, I mean, the, a kind the, of Rocky universe. Yeah. I mean, the Creed movies really do... Um, add to the Rocky experience. Like it is just like watching the, the next generation of Rocky. Um, but yeah, I was very, very excited to hear that because I thought Creed 3 was really good, you know? Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, I did. I know you do um, appreciate the Creed franchise. Yeah. Um, and I have seen the other ones pop up on my on my little streaming services. So they have been on my mind, actually. So I might be due for a rewatch of Rocky and then I might have to get into Creed. Awesome. Uh, also, Warner Brothers just uh, revealed that they have big plans for the Wizarding World. Harry oh. Potter, Fantastic Beasts. They've got yeah, no, really I'm... big plans. Oh, okay. You, you should be excited about this. Yeah, Fantastic Beast kind of ruined it a little bit for but me. I'm not both. a huge fan okay. of them. Okay. Well, anyway, they do have big plans because Hogwarts Legacy, the video game, came out recently. Mm. It's one of the highest selling games like of all time. It's huge. And yeah. they've just realized like that so far since the end of the Harry Potter franchise, what's it been, like 15 years, something like that? Maybe 12? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah and wow. they've realized, well, there's clearly still a love and a want for more because of this game. And they're like, well, let's just open up that universe again. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to make some more movies. I think they're going to branch out to television and do a whole lot of stuff. They haven't revealed what, but they have said we've got a big plan for that world. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it won't Hopefully- necessarily be Fantastic Beasts. It'll just be the Wizarding World. Like they could do yeah. new things. No, look, good. I, I'm excited <laughs> to see what they come up with. I'm just, I get a little bit hesitant when I haven't sort of loved already the offshoots that have already kind of taken place, but I shouldn't be so pessimistic. I should be a little bit yeah. more open-minded. Got to admit, I, I enjoyed the the Fantastic Beast movie. I like number one and three. I didn't the, think much of number two, but number one and three I enjoyed. Number one was good. Yeah. I, the other two I have zero opinions on. I don't. Okay. They they don't exist in my brain. Um, but, yeah, number one I really enjoyed. Awesome. Awesome. Let's move on to another game. Okay. Last one. What are we playing? Overrated or underrated. Woo. I sort of struggled with this one. Let me just um, get my head around what just happened. Yeah. That's our theme tune. You know I'm probably going to. Cut that out and use it as a theme every week. Oh, my God, you should. I'll record it for you later. (laughs) Far out. That's great. Anyway, (laughs) overrated, underrated. I guess the gist of this one is we just read out movies and we have to give our opinion on whether they're overrated or underrated. Yeah, and I had a lot of trouble cutting this down to just the the four. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I have cut it down, but I also have a lot more built up for the the next weeks because... I'm quite opinionated in this respect. I'm going to have to work on this one. I'm going to have to work on this one because I put my list together moments before we hit the mic. Really? I even put something out on my Facebook stories um, for other people to get in on this as well because I was actually really curious. This is so individualistic, individualized. It's unique. 
<laughs> yeah, and your video <laughs> reminded me I need to do this. That's why I was so oh, late. Oh, did it? Go. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Yeah, all right, well, let's just get stuck into it. You go first. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to give you my first uh, movie that I think is overrated, mm-hmm. um, and that's Flashdance. And I know this is going to be controversial yeah. because it is beloved. However, I I have watched it. And it just, it did nothing. It didn't draw anything from yeah. me emotionally. Yes, you've missed the brief on this. <laughs> what? You're supposed to wait what for was... my opinion before you give yours. Oh, am I? It's, okay, It's almost sorry. like you're leading me. <laughs> I'm not leading you. You can have your own opinion. That's complete. You're a big boy. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think it's overrated. So there you, you do? Go. Okay. Now go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I've already said it. I'm not going <laughs> to repeat myself. I'm already in the firing line here. Um, yeah. Look, no, it came I out. Just... It came out at a time when um, it was like, let's say, the first wave of dance flicks. You yeah. know, there was. There's been several waves of dance flicks along the way. Save the last dance, step up, all that kind of stuff. But Flash Dance was amongst the whole lot of movies at that time. Like Footloose was another one. Fame, Chorus Line, like they all sort of came around at the same time. And Flash Dance, yeah. Didn't do much for me. The only appeal it has to me is the fact that um, Adrian Lyne directed it. He's the guy that did Fatal Attraction and a whole lot of, like, sexy thrillers. Um, and that's why Flashdance has that over-sexualized kind of tone to it. Yeah. Uh, which I, look, I, I can watch Flashdance and enjoy it probably a bit more now than then just because of the nostalgic 80s quality. But, yeah, it's probably not a movie we should hold to high regard. No. No, I think they, you know, there was a little bit of a female empowerment in that movie. The fact that, you know, she was doing a job, that was a man's job yep. and, and all that kind of stuff, but they kind of just ruined it with all the tits and stuff. So Well, that's right. I so mean, they, they took that message and then sexualized it. Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Like they couldn't just, you know, steer into the skin. They had to take hard left turns everywhere. So yeah, that's my first, that's my first overrated. In other words, it has not aged well. Yeah, I don't think so. All right. What about? Life of Pi, overrated or underrated? I have not seen it. Okay. Well, <laughs> then I'll give you my opinion. I think it's incredibly, incredibly overrated. Um, it's a terrible movie in general. It's, you know, yeah, technically it's got merit, but for like all the accolades and the Academy Awards and all this kind of stuff, nah, it's like just never floated my boat. Ah. Uh, Wait, uh, is this yeah. the one with the kid on the boat with the tiger? Yep. That's all I know about it. So, okay. I mean, I can be right there with you. Yes, I agree. It's overrated. There we go. There you go. All right, my next one. Do you want an underrated or an overrated for you, for my next one? Well, you just have to name a movie and I've got to tell you if it's overrated or underrated. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And then the panty dropped. Would I be me if I didn't miss the brief? Mm, that's right. Anyway, all right, let's go for my next one then. Just I'll just go next to the list. Okay, again, this is going to be controversial, I think. The Notebook. Incredibly overrated. Oh, my God, incredibly overrated. I am so with you on that. I never understood the fuss behind this one. And, yes, I love sappy melodramas, right? I love them, and I love that brand of selling melodrama. But every single Nicholas Sparks movie since, I'll say, A Walk to Remember 
have just been arduous and really taxing, hard to watch. Um, because they obviously they realize that Nicholas Parks has a formula. And up until that point, the movies had tackled that formula fairly well. And then it was like, no, now we know we've got to hit those those heartstrings, we've got to hit the tearjerk, we've got to like, we've got to hit all those beats. And no, not for me. And I love, like I said, it's not me being a bloke and dissing on fucking, you know, romantic movies. I love fucking romantic movies, but that's not a good one. I think you like romantic movies more than I like romantic yeah. movies. And that's saying something. And I, ever since this movie came out, and I remember when it came out, because all the girl girls at high school, because I was at high school when it came out, were like, oh, my God, the notebook, I love it so much. And I was just like, but why? I don't yeah. get it. I, t- I, I mean, the- like, I don't know, like a forbidden love type yeah. thing. Um, and that's always my instinct. My instinct reaction is always when everybody else loves it, it's not for me, right? And yeah. very, very occasionally that is disproven, but it tend- tends to play that way. I remember one exception to that rule, though, was like when the Shawshank Redemption came out, right, 94. Mm-hmm. This is showing my age because I went to the cinemas and saw that one, right? So <laughs> Shawshank Redemption came out. At the time, it got a very limited release because the studio had no faith in it. It They couldn't really brand it with Stephen King's name because it's not quite the Stephen King that people knew. Um, it had a confusing title at that time. Shawshank Redemption was considered a weird title. Like, what the hell's a Shawshank it's Redemption, right? A and so as well. it got a limited release. I went and saw it, came back. I remember telling my parents, I just saw like the most incredible film. You have to see this one. And so we all went back again that same night. And what I watched it for the second time. My parents watched it for the first time. And I'm like, fuck, this is one of the best films of the year. Yet, as time goes on, everybody climbed onto that train. And suddenly I found myself going, maybe what's going on here? Because I'm not enjoying it anymore. And is it because everyone else likes it or is it because it's not the movie I thought it was? It's it's an interesting dilemma that I I find myself in. Just like any kind of movie, though, when you see it as a younger person, you always remember something that hits you a little bit different. You always, and it kind of sticks with you as well. And as you, like, it becomes more popular, it's like, well, no, I feel like I kind of discovered this and I kind of <laughs> knew it true. was good before anyone else knew it was good. And now that everyone is jumping on the bandwagon, I'm kind of annoyed that it's not special for That's me anymore. It works that way with music people. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I feel like that could have been your problem because I've had that happen to me many times as well. So Maybe that is. I mean, I can watch it now and enjoy it. And, um, yeah, anyway, there you go. There you go. No I just book, dived no a little book. bit into your psyche there, Glenn. A little bit. I just wish I wasn't so drunk um, and I could really articulate that <laughs> one a bit better. Uh, all right, your turn. Yeah, all right, what about Return of the Jedi? Oh. <laughs> Overrated. Oh, Overrated? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. You go first. Oh, well, okay. I think that one is underrated, personally. I think that's the one that cops a lot of shit. Like, when you go back to the original trilogy, um, before any other Star Wars came along, there were just three movies. That's the one that everybody heaped the hate on, right? Because it mm. went more into, like, a kiddie family-friendly direction, introduced the Ewoks, got kind of silly, the music got quite fanciful, and a lot of people just heap hate on that one. I like where that one went. I actually, in my brain when I was a kid, thought that was the darker movie because when they went to Endor 
it was all primal, even though they were little puppet creatures, they were still primal. They were like, you know, Amazonian and they had fucking spears and shit. And to me as a kid, that was just um, a really, really special movie. And then as I got older, my brain stuck with the darkness of it. Okay. That's a, so, good, that's a really good analogy of it. I don't think I have an opinion on it either way. I think I am quite um, true to the original trilogy, which I find it really hard. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from, though. So how would you rank the first trilogy? Like, like what's the best? What's the least? I mean, I'll always, always go for A New Hope. That's always always my go-to. I think yeah. that's just where I start. I think I just, I go in order. Yeah. As cool. they were released. Okay. As they were released. That's awesome. re- that's important distinction to make for people. You know? No, that's okay. Just the general consensus globally is that Empire Strikes Back is like, you know, one of the greatest movies of all time and certainly the best of the it Star is. Wars canon. It is. But I think in my true, I have to stay true to myself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't care how good that movie is. It didn't come first, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a Chloe thing to say. Um, all right, my next one, Stardust. Oh, that's uh, I, well, that's a tricky one because I would just instinctively say uh, overrated. I don't like it. Um, we're talking the, the Matthew Bright film, right? The with the like the space pirate, those sky pirates, and all that shit. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I don't like that one at all. But I also don't think that. It's that beloved either. So I kind of, I don't think it's, a for me, an argument of overrated, underrated, because I don't think there's a lot of love for it in the first place. I think you are so wrong on that <laughs> respect. I think this movie is so underrated. It's, I can go back to this movie and watch it and just absolutely love it. It is so heartwarming and endearing and funny it's got every it's got everything right let's, it's got oh it's just so good let's uh let's put it to the people see how tiktok respond to that one i mean and i can deal with claire danes a little bit i love her in this <laughs> i love That's her it. her f- scrunchy facial features annoy me in a lot of things but not in this movie i just i i felt the love between them and it's just so magical and wonderful. I'm, so I'm feeling I'm feeling the underrated. love right now. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> All right. My turn. <laughs> yeah. Everyone watching this is so frustrated. They're like, Glenn, it's your turn, goddammit. <laughs> uh, what about American Pie 3, a.k.a. American Reunion? Oh, sorry, American Wedding. Oh, I don't think it's overrated or underrated. I think it's a pile of trash. Is that just you don't like the the series? No, I like I like this. Well, I like the first two. Number two's a pretty awful movie. Good number moments. Three even, number three is even worse. Well, this is why I put the question there. I reckon I actually I think it's um underrated because there is a general hate for it. The consensus is that it's a really bad movie, but I think it's different enough for, from the first two. To make it worth reconsidering, like I mean, it's, it's a movie that would not fly right right now in today's culture, uh, no. notably for one particular nightclub sequence. But uh, 
which is a fantastic sequence. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you that because that is quite funny, actually. I will, I will give you that. And, you, I mean, you've got the granny in the closet. That's a pretty good moment too. But anyway, like, there's a lot of moments anyway. in there. The, 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 uh, yeah. the chocolate, the chocolate truffle, like. Come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, underrated. No, I don't think it's anything. Um. All right, my last one, holes. Holes? Mm. Well, that is held in very high regard from most people that have seen it critically praised, and I would agree with that. I think it's an excellent film. It is an excellent film. You don't hear enough about it anymore, though, I don't think. You which don't. makes it slightly underrated, I think. I think. I, d- I, I mean, guess it depends on how you draw the line, how you distinct, how you um, define overrated and underrated. I think when you look at the history of that film, it was very well received. It earned whatever awards or accolades. Um, yeah, just held in a high regard by most people. But like you said, it has been forgotten over time. Ah, I'm just. It's just not that one. one that you like. You hear people go back to. So when you ask people, you know. Mm. It's we, it's not one that I hear. Okay, we, we often. revolve in different circles then, like in that regard. Because Absolutely. A, <laughs> no, but I mean it is a movie that actually has come up in the last say four years. We've talked about it on the desk several times. We've had conversations with people about it several times. So, you know, I don't know, but I I think well, it's un- true underrated. So. It, I think I feel like it's not overrated enough. It's I feel like it's underrated. So, all right, in a good so, way. Uh, that is in a good weird way. game. Have you got one more? That's it for me. Okay, that was a weird one. I reckon. I liked it. Did you? Oh, yeah, you've got yeah. many more to come. That's why you just so wanna... many. This is just the Chloe Vent segment. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> oh my god, what is that? What is that? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some music coming. Um, and that, pretty much like the proverbial death rattle, is our entry, <laughs> outro music to take us away. <laughs> oh, it's been heaps of fun. It's been heaps of fun. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this particular episode. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as Chloe has. I mean, I've been pretty out of it <laughs> this episode. And, and I'm, I'm not even drinking tonight, so I mean... <laughs> yeah, what's with that? <laughs> Far out. Anyway, well... Yeah, well, follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe to everything we do. Don't forget, go to goodmoviemonday.com and you can follow all the links to everything we do as far as um, social media platforms and videos and that kind of stuff. We do have a Facebook group now, though. So you go to Facebook, look for Wednesday Up Late and you can join in the conversation. We We will put out polls and things like that. Just, yeah, engage us. Let us know what you thought of this episode, whether it sucked. Um, whether Chloe was on form or whether Glenn needs to <laughs> lift his game, like I don't know. Tell me how good I am at yeah. your release, guys. Just agree uh, with me. <laughs> it's it's always heaps of fun hanging out with you, regardless. Even if nobody watches or listens, I would do this anyway. So, Same let's do it again next week. Let's, let's do, it, do it. All right, see ya. <laughs>